This is a drunken movie review podcast for assholes by assholes, where the hosts drink craft beer, review movies, and say fuck like a lot. You don't have to drink beer, but it would be a lot better if you did. This is Booze Reviews. Hey, boozers, welcome to Booze Reviews. Uh, I don't know why that came out like that. Uh, the movie review podcast for assholes by assholes. I am CJ Hedger. I am some guy named. <laughs> no, I am Tyler. Pardon the stench, Hedger. You know, you, you you gotta get a little stinky sometimes. I think yeah. it makes you appreciate the cleanliness. Yeah, uh, and maybe then like of yourself, that, maybe that of other people. Time, yeah, that one time, like that one month, you do it, and then you're like, wow, I I like a shower every once a month. You yeah, know? you don't realize uh, why. Uh, the inventions of showers were very important uh, in society. And I'm not saying you can't be a little sticky. I uh, am not a person who showers every day, and I'm, and I'm okay uh, admitting that. Right here on this podcast that a whole, you know, whole 35 people listen to. <laughs> Maybe we'll get um, the 36 on this one. This will so be, be the one. Yeah, now. Bringing them all in. <laughs> yeah, now. No, I don't shower either, ever. Ever. Um, that's Tyler's why I say part guy, of the yeah. Sense. yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta just scrape the dirt off of him. Yeah, exactly. When you see him, I'm like that just, one guy in uh, that one kid in uh, Charlie Brown, where the stink uh, marks are coming stinky. off. What's yeah. his name? <laughs> stinky. Sure, why not? <laughs> Poopy boy. I don't know. Shit. Yeah, shit pants boy. Yeah, you, you you know when you can like smell your balls through your jeans. It's time to take a shower. <laughs> that's the always the uh, dead giveaway. That's why I like the the, the winter. I, I thrive in the winter. Just <laughs> you don't like the winter. It's no, but I don't have the. I shower less in the winter. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. The dry the dry well, the skin piles is up, keeps yeah. me warm. <laughs> the thing is, I can't stand when it's like when it's cold out, and like I have like no desire to shower. I'm like fuck that. I don't feel like showering. It's too cold out. I actually have a uh, heat uh, heated uh, lamp that is like that blows out hot air like through the vent, and that's okay. But I'm still fucking cold. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, when you get out of the shower, yeah, absolutely. I mean, how many times do you wake up in the morning and go, "Fuck, I got to shower today." Yeah, <laughs> before exactly. I go like into the, the, it's it's the thirtieth of the month, I have to now. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm like stating everything that I touch with my nasty oils. Time to rinse them off. Renew yeah. the oils. Renew them. Yeah. Uh, but all this stinky talk, <laughs> uh, we are talking uh, the fucking hair of the dog. Just kidding. The power of the dog. Uh, this movie came out this year in 2021, uh, but apparently it's been a movie that they've been trying to make for a while. Um, you know, for good, for bad, for ugly, for worse. We'll, 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 we'll get into it. Uh, but this movie was released uh, specifically on Netflix. Uh, directed by uh, Jane Campion. I'm going to say that's how you say her name. Yeah, I would uh, say so. Yeah, uh, not too familiar. I mean, she did The Piano. A uh, couple other uh, movies that I'm not too familiar with, After Hours. Um, a little short, I guess. So, not really too much stuff I, I, know, I know, but apparently she got the reins for this movie. Um, starring Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Jesse Plemons, who I love because he's good at being weird and awkward uh and didn't know he was with uh kirsten dunce like i didn't know that either and i guess they met and they straight bone oh okay well there you go (laughs) yeah i thought the same Uh, thing i was like what they're together (laughs) yeah i was like oh didn't know that i mean i feel like kirsten dunce is a is a name it's a household name you know you see her in fucking all kinds of movies and at no point did ever somebody say Jesse Plemons is her her boo, her main squeeze there. Yeah, he's uh, and then, fucking the sun is too bright, always on his face for some reason. Yeah, yeah. He's just a he's a very he's a very pale white guy. Yeah. Uh but if you remember him in um uh Breaking Bad, he was also a very weirdo. Todd uh was his name, which was a very deserving name uh for him in that movie or show. Uh and then the kid here, well, I guess he's not really much of a kid, but Cody Smith McPhee uh, as Peter, Pete. And he's uh, a very odd-looking guy, too. And Benedict Cumberbatch is a very odd-looking guy. There's like three odd-looking people, people in this movie. I was a little nervous uh, with Benedict Cumberbatch being in this movie because I didn't want to have to say his name like 50 times. Mm-hmm. 
Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch, yeah. It's not yeah. too bad. I thought it was going to have a, a tough time with it. Uh, yeah. But doing okay. Doing okay. You, yeah, he, it seemed uh, like you had a harder time saying tough time. Tough. <laughs> tough I couldn't even say... I couldn't even say the intro. Boo the dude. I went all French. Or, yeah. yeah Booze have you. I thought you were trying something new. That's yeah, right. I was trying, spicing it up, spicing yeah. up the podcast, man. Got to gotta flip the script. You know, it's 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 Christmas Eve. Uh, feeling a little loose Froggy. up on some eggnog. Uh, yeah. You had a, yeah I've had 15 cups of coffee because I'm off today. You know, we are not doing a Christmas movie. I was thinking about how... We didn't do like any special episodes um, this year. Yeah, we didn't do anything. You know, it just didn't feel like a special episode kind of year. It just yeah. was kind of, eh, you know, we didn't want anybody to get excited like about these podcasts going like, oh, look, they did, <laughs> you know, the Christmas Chronicles. And you know what I mean? Like we, yeah, don't we already. Yeah. And we've already done like the best Christmas movies. Uh, so we're done. We're done. There's yeah. no more Christmas movies. Like it doesn't get any better. No, like we've exactly. already done them. There's not a new and one. Like even out July Fourth, we we did that movie. We did Independence Day. It was the best. That's the best movie. Will Smith just shouting <laughs> I mean, out lines. I don't, I don't know if that's the best. It's probably the only. Maybe or Born on the Fourth of July. Maybe uh, that yeah. might be a better one. You know, that, I a little mean, bit I, more serious. I don't think that's about July Fourth though. I think that's just it says Born on the Fourth of July. Yeah, I think I saw that movie once and very very long time ago, and I probably was a child, and I probably went and eh, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> you're like cartoons. What's, what's the what's the importance of this guy being born on the Fourth of July? Yeah, is he a firework? Uh, he's not lame. Don't yeah. like the idea. I'm like, I want to hear the uh, boom boom pop pops. If not, boom boom boom. Yeah, but I don't think I, I he have even seen a movie with Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, uh yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying just to... looking. I'm just yeah. I'm like Imitation Game. I wanted to see it, but I didn't see it. Uh, Doctor Strange, not my thing. Uh, you know we do not support Marvel movies around here. Uh, mm. yeah, agree, <laughs> agreed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyways. For uh, the power of the dog, what, what are you drinking over there? I am drinking a beer called from Single Cut Brewery. It called 18 Watt uh, IPA. Apparently, it's a session IPA, which I didn't even know. And I'm not, like, I pretty sure it says it in the fucking thing, but apparently, I didn't pay attention. Um, so That's it's a- the redefining of the session IPA: orange zest, pine resin, the tropical. Lupulin crunch that easily uh, re- re- uh, rivals uh, much bigger IPAs with sub- uh, subsequently full soft mop body that c- complements but doesn't interfere with the hop attack. One of the most uh, prof- uh, proudest accomplishments. One of our most proudest accomplishments. Um, okay. And you, and you got this beer uh, on discount. Yes, I got it off of the discount rack. So uh, a local <laughs> grocery store uh yeah had it in a shopping cart and it i was like looking at it and i'm like this says 650 this can't be possible and it was the beers are expensive uh yeah. maybe because and maybe because it's a uh not something you would you would probably pick up from single cut you know their beers are usually 16 bucks a four pack or something like that well even so really so, so actually this my my bad beer review uh reflects that uh kind of in the last statement but uh Overall, I found the uh, so here's my bad beer review. I, overall, I found it uh, underwhelming. Single cut describes it as a session IPA, but five percent seems too too strong for a session. Which I mean, I think six point five is where like my IPA standard kind of yeah. goes. Six point five, seven percent, whatever. That's standard. That's uh, that's standard IPA IPA territory. Being unfiltered, it calls. It, Calls to my uh, mind, I think she's meant, or this person said meant to say, remind me New England style IPAs. But the comparison is dashed as soon as you take a sip and it full 86 IBUs crashing down upon you. It's just an unfiltered IPA with a prominent grapefruit aroma and flavor. I find grapefruit somewhat overwhelming. I won't be buying this one again, particularly not this one at $20 a four pack. I paid six dollars at fifty cents for it. <laughs> you got so it was even more than I, I had thought. So, so, uh, so you got the fucking deal. You you won yeah. the lottery. Now I'm with you on that. I, I think, should have bought I think, two of them. I think at five percent, 
that's a session. You start to get yeah. into 5.6, that's a pale ale. Uh, <laughs> that's just yeah. me. That's just my rankings. Uh, and, and, and $20 for a session IP. I mean, that's kind of like in a way, I hate to say it, like that's your, your mistake person. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, exactly. I, I would ne- I wouldn't even buy an IPA for like 20 bucks. Yeah. Like mine I, goes about 15 bucks, I would, but it better be a at least a 7% IPA. To be honest, uh, you know, I've spent, you know, 20 something dollars, 25, whatever. I think like the highest I've spent on a on a four pack of beer. Uh, you know, and and that sucks. And it's expensive. You know, I'm doing it for for the podcast to, you know, get some different beers on this on the show. But other than that, like I just I normally it's not really want, what I want to spend money on, you know, as far as is like having a good time. Like I'd rather go out and experience it because at least I'm if I'm paying ten dollars at a brewery, at least I'm getting the experience, you know. Yeah, but if a brewery uh, is charging you ten dollars for their beer, I mean, oh yeah, absolutely. Strangle the bartender <laughs> over the thing. Yeah, no, I over like the and, bar. Yeah, and you know that like I'm against that shit. Like I'm against going somewhere and like you know like I get it. You know, let's let's whatever excuses you want to use. We'd use high ingredients. We use this, this, or this. There's a million people. There's a million breweries out there. And at this point, like if you're you're that prices are that high, like I'm sorry. There's a there's other breweries that just do have been doing it longer and just as good. Uh, you know, sorry. Yeah, buy <laughs> from them. But uh, my cheers goes to uh, Rose Gordon. You, uh, I, I I don't understand how what like. That you know maybe need to be maybe needed to be a little explained a little bit better how their uh, how their relationship you know began. <laughs> um, old George, uh, what is his name? George Burbank and uh, Rose Gordon's relationship started beginning, but uh, she was an alcoholic crazy person, and uh, uh, Kirsten Dunst really knows how to play a good crazy person. You know, uh, you know. Honestly, like I didn't think that she was that great in this movie, and I'm like a huge Kirsten Dunst fan. Like I, you know, yeah, you know, we've done uh, Virgin Suicides on this uh, movie, and I thought like you know, just I think she like lives in, in in that kind of space where she's very good at this kind of like seemingly like you know, I even think of her in um, Marie Antoinette, um, you know, just kind of like innocent but like naive and like fun. Like that's her like her like characters that she plays well right like kind of like a little like a little cunning a little evil like slightly but very innocent very like you know childlike and this i just felt like she just like you could have put anybody in her place uh and in one of my trivias they they did you know they and i hardly ever talk about who they could have casted and i just thought it could have been a a much better uh person for this role because i just think you know at times i just felt like she kind of felt flat and and maybe that that's probably just more story writing than her acting personally. Uh, Cause I definitely felt like, you know, exactly what you were talking about. Like, let's just say the relationship between George and Rose. Okay. Well, that seemed to like happen so fast and we don't even know like other than she was a woman and attractive. Right. Yeah. What, what, what brought them together, you know? Um, and, and it, it seemed, it seemed like there was a little bit more than just, he was attracted to her and he was attracted, you know, there seemed, or, or maybe she was just, Oh, okay. Well, I guess you're saving me from having to, to, to work this roadside hotel, uh, slash restaurant or whatever. Yeah. This wealthy, yeah. This wealthy man, you know, that sleeps in the bed with his brother, you know, yeah. it, it was you like know. next to, they like next, they had slept. No, there's one, there's, there, there's definitely the one time there are sleeping in the same bed together. Well, like when you they're know, sleeping the, in the hotel, you gotta have a little extra body warmth. I don't. I don't blame them. You know. All right, today it's well, cold. You know why? Why don't you bunk with your buddy, <laughs> our brother? You you, you want to bunk up? <laughs> no, I don't want to. Yeah, let's bunk um, up. Okay, I'm gonna squeeze in between me All and Martine. Right. Yeah, next time. Next time, uh, we get a hotel. I'll make sure it's only got one bed. Yeah, and we'll just all stand there looking like, hmm. <laughs> What's CJ's plan here? <laughs> um, cuddle up. <laughs> Let me uh, let me hit you with some trivia. Uh, what are you drinking for this movie? Uh, I am drinking a Long Trail Ale from Long Trail Brewing Company. Uh, yeah. Out of Vermont. What are you laughing about over there? <laughs> You're like Long Trail Ale. Ale. Long Trail Ale. Ale. Uh, yeah. So very. It's a very simple beer, and I appreciate that. 
I'm kind of just going back. This is what I'm doing. It's just like, you want to charge $16 for a four pack? I'll go pay $9.99 for Long Trail Ale. How is <laughs> that beer? It's fine. It's a, it's a, they're calling it a, it's an alt beer technically, I guess. Oh yeah. Uh, like, it's yeah. Like they're pay, the pale, uh, like the pale ale, right? Yeah. It's a, it's a pale ale basically. It's, it's super, I would say it's like, like a brown ale, right? Yeah. Brown ale. Yeah. yeah. They call it, so it's an alt beer, all they're calling it an alt ale. It is like, I wouldn't say I would, it, it's an amber ale technically cause it's amber, but I wouldn't call it an amber ale. It doesn't have that like maltiness to it. That mm. kind of nuttiness that you get normally from a, 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 a like a, a brown ale. This is what they have to say about it. Back to our roots, back to the trail. Our journey began in 1989 when the first batch of Long Trail Ale was released under the Mountain Brewers moniker. Inspired by Vermont's 273-mile walking path, we're going back to the trail with our updated packaging, uh, paying homage to our Green Mountain roots with inspiration from trail and all the miles we've come in the past 30 years. Uh, Grab some cans, pack a bag, hike on, and celebrate. The look that inspired our journey. Long Trail Ale is a full-bodied amber ale brewed in our top fermenting uh, house yeast that yields a clean, complex flavor. Our flagship uh, brew has weaved its way into Vermont landscapes and become as, as much of a green mountain tradition as the 273 miles of the Long Trail itself. Uh, plenty has changed since the first batch rolled off the line, uh, but one thing remains constant. Long Trail Ale's presence at ski hills, cookouts, and get-togethers all over the East Coast. Uh, 5% alcohol. Uh, and you know, low IBV. Like I said, this is a uh, a super. You know, I, I guess they're using it says top fermenting yeast. So I'm guessing they're using a lager yeast uh, in a, in a traditional ale, which is kind of interesting, right? Like usually, right? Ale yeast, ale beer, right? You know, lager yeast, lager. So it does kind of it does have this kind of smooth uh, lager uh, kind of elements to it. But here's the low beer review coming from Bill. Uh, 93063 from New Hampshire. He gave it a 1.81 out of 5. Uh, this ale is an example of a microbrew revolution spawning mediocre ales uh, with poor quality ingredients. The hop tastes stale and are obviously uh, of an imper- inferior grade. The lingering aftertaste is just plain bad. It has uh, metallic notes akin to Beck's lager. The drinkability quotient is very low. I had trouble finishing this one, which uh, sad, sad, sad to hear that because it's an easily crushable beer, you know, and it's definitely a beer like it, it is kind of one of those like old school, you know, beers, right? Like early craft beer days where it's something different. It's not it's not Miller. It's not a Bud. It's not Pabst Blue Ribbon. It's a little something different, right? Uh, you know, people don't go out of their ways way to go to Long Trail <laughs> Brewing Company. Uh, but my cheers goes to Peter Gordon. Uh, you crafty little bastard, you. Uh, didn't, didn't understand like your role, I guess, in this movie at first. Uh, and, 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 you know, now we do. Uh, so cheers to you, brother. What is it? What was his role? What, what was, I don't even understand. You don't get it. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't see the end of this movie. So it's so crazy. I Cause like it. I was looking up reviews on this movie as I was watching it. Cause I was like, I don't. I don't understand where this movie's going, where, where, like, I don't know how to feel, right? Like I'm halfway through. I'm like, I don't know how to feel about this movie. I don't know where this is going. Like I had, yeah. this, it's, it's kind of like, I would say directionless, but it's just kind of like, you're like, okay, we got two brothers. Cool. Check. I got that. One guy is, seems like he's the, the, he's the brawn of the, of, of the bunch, right? Like he's kind of keeping the operation going. And the other one kind of seems like he's aloof, you know, and just kind no, of like floating yeah, about. And, I, and then the tables kind of turn, and then it, and then, and then, uh, not George. What was the other guy? Uh, Fatso there. What was his name? Yeah, George. Fatso. Yeah, George. Yeah. Uh, George was kind of, then the kind of tables turn, and George seems like he's more in charge, and he's the one who pays the bills. And, 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 um, uh, Phil is the, he's just the worker, and he's, leading the gang of cowboys or, or whatever you call them ranchers. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it seemed like, yeah, he was kind of more of the guy who did like the office type of stuff and the, you know, and kind of kept it, you know, like that sort of thing, you know, yeah, like, like he was, he was the, yeah, the, let's say the CEO where like, you know, he's more of like the, where Phil was more of the, I don't know, 
manager. What would you? <laughs> What's that? The manager. <laughs> the like manager. He was the channel sure. manager. And yeah. He was the manager of all the people, and he's the, the yeah, manager. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it did seem like, you know, like, I mean, yeah, obviously, like a movie's kind of like just, you know, a small glimpse of kind of stuff like that. But like, even like, um, with, uh, you know, like, because there is some stuff explained, like, because I think at one point there mentioned like something with Fatso and he's like, about him getting kicked out of like Yale or something or like, yeah, like he wasn't a smart one. Yeah. Yeah. And like something of that nature, but I'm like, he got into fucking Yale. I don't know in 1925 if like that's a good fucking. Well, Phil you know. and Phil were like a graduate of Yale, and he also was like whatever. Like back then, when like fraternities probably meant something a little bit more prestigious than like I don't know hazing and butt fucking your buddy or there whatever yeah. that they do over there. Uh, but um, but yeah, uh, yeah. I, Obviously, you said I'm in was in college. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's it, like exactly what you're saying is like he he does seem like a little dumb, but then all of a sudden, like it seems like he's the one who's holding it together, and Phil's losing his mind. So, right, like it's just yeah. that's what I was talking about. It was like the the kind of shift in power, um, I guess that kind of happened in this movie once, and I and Phil obviously he felt that um, as George and Rose became a thing because. All of a sudden, he felt threatened by Rose, you know? Yeah. Like, that was How scary take. was that fucking, when he's, like, fucking throwing the, you know, with the sheet at the fucking horse? The sheet? Like, the, like, he's throw, like, he had that, like, piece of fabric in his oh, hand. And he's, yeah, like, yeah. with the horse, and he's, like, mother shit. Oh, mother yeah. Fuck. He was, like, like yeah, yelling at the fucking horse. Yeah. If fucking horse. somebody told me to do that, I'd be like, no, that horse is going to kill me. Yeah. Well, obviously that horse was trained. <laughs> it's just, yeah. just like a wild. Well, obviously, but. It's not like some wild horse that you're like, hey. It's still, still a fucking horse. It's still a fucking horse. You're right. Uh, I've got some trivia here. Uh, to Speaking of, uh, of stinky and uh, dirty, uh, to get in the character of Phil Burbank, Benedict Cumberbatch, didn't wash for almost two weeks at the uh, uh, outset of the shoot. He also started chain smoking, although he had uh, smoked in real life for years. He felt sick after each take when he smoked the rolled up cigarettes. He went so far with the chain smoking that he got nicotine poisoning three whole fucking times, which I don't recall smoking being that big uh, in this movie. Uh, yeah. But then again, I mean, we've also like, right, like it's crazy to even think about it. If somebody had mentioned it to you, uh, you would have to think about it for a second, right? Like, seeing cigarette smoking in movies has gone down a lot. Yeah. You know, like a huge percentage. Uh, that's the same way with sex too. Like you're not seeing as much sex as you used to in movies. Um, Damn it. Better or worse. <laughs> I don't know. depends on how you feel about either of those things. You know, like I think there's something, uh, it says something about a character uh, when they smoke. Uh, and I, and I think that uh, showing sex can can do things right like to to uh, a viewer turn them on being one of them but also like you know show the connection between two characters or sometimes it's used in a way to sh make the the audience uneasy or or you know any kind of feelings that um could happen there and, and so i don't know i don't think that you need the sex like there's times where you're like all right it's cool like we didn't need that you know we didn't need sex you know, go back to all the movies that like were super raunchy and just be like did you need that you know well, yeah, even a lot of times it's like it it does go like a little like too far. I feel like sometimes you're just like, OK, this is like a 15 minute sex scene. And you're like, OK, let's can we move on? Because this has nothing to do with the story. You could close the door and go click and we're going to go. Oh, they had sex, you know, yeah. like we're, you know, like most people who are watching the movie are going to come to that conclusion, you know, like to to have, you know, ones where you're like being very graphic. I'm like. Like I said, I'm like, I, I get kind of where I'm like, all right. Like, yeah, and I, but like also, I think that we're seeing a lot more gratuitous nudity in films, right? Like there was tons of full frontal nudity in this movie. I don't know how many stunt cocks were used or what, what the rules are on cocks in a movie. Um, yeah, but, but there wasn't, there wasn't we saw too some swinging dicks. Yeah, you know? but they were pretty far away. Far away dicks. Uh, you would have to get a magnifying glass to find a, a, a cock in this movie. In that I, for sense. some reason, there's that scene where all the, the ranch hands are like taking uh, a bath, I guess. We'll use that word lightly uh, <laughs> in the river. And there's a black guy and he turns around and you could just tell he's like kind of 
pretending to hide his junk because he like literally like holds his hand over his dick for a second and then like squats down to like play in the water. And I was like, that guy was definitely trying to hide his dick as much as possible. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that actor was thinking like, he's like, listen, listen, we're gonna, the camera's going to be over here. Like, we're not going to have like a close up of your cock. But like you turn around, we're going to see the cock, you know, yeah. to like kind of hide the cock, but not too much. You don't want to like. He went for it. And I was like, for some reason, just focused right in on it. I was like, this guy is, he's kind his cock, you know? Uh, he's, you know, you don't want to flash it. it for two seconds. And I wonder, like, what, like, so how long can a cock be on the screen before it becomes too much cock? Rated R yeah. cock, X cock. Know. You know? know how that, yeah, I don't know what the, what the deal of that is, you know? Yeah, there was a lot of guys in this movie, for sure. And I mean, you saw it. Yeah. yeah. You, you saw how dudes just, you know, that's how they hang, man. That's how they hang. Fucking yeah, hang. Well, exactly. 1920s. Yeah, you're, you're probably, you've probably, you've probably gotten naked in front of a lot of more people, especially doing that, right? Like that kind of work where you're constantly, you're, you're, you're in the company of men, you know? Yeah. You're out there doing menly shit. Like, you know, they're out there fucking whipping each other. You don't have gym towels, maybe, but they've got, you know, Rawhide yeah, it's like or the something. Locker, it's like the locker room mentality. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've seen yeah. you've seen them all. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, pick any football team, baseball team. They've all seen each other's dicks. It's like a rite of passage. Yeah. It's like, you okay, know, now I'm on the team. I saw Tom Brady's cock. I got, the, you know, now he's going to definitely throw, throw the pass my way next yeah, game. Yeah. You've seen it. You've <laughs> looked it right in the eye. Uh, <laughs> it's going you, my way next time. It you're is, connected. You're co you two are connected. Yeah, uh, he'll start uh, second, sending you Christmas cards. You're like, wait a minute, the Dick or Tom Brady's yeah, both. Dick. Yeah, uh, Elizabeth sure. Moss uh, was originally cast in the role of Rose, uh, in which she would have been uh, in the third collaboration with Jane uh, Companion, following the two separate Top of the Lake miniseries iterations. She was forced to drop out due to a scheduling conflicts with uh, Taika Waititi's film Next Goal Wins, and Kirsten Dunst was casted instead. Uh, and so that was what what I was talking about as far before. I was like. I don't know, like not a not a not a bad thing, like to say, like oh maybe you know Elizabeth Moss Moss could have done a little bit better of a job, you know. I don't know. I, I don't think know. She, Elizabeth Moss is all right too. She's an okay really? actress. Yeah, she's all right. I thought I think that she's pretty amazing, and I think that she would do. Like I just think like when I saw that, I was like thinking her, her in this movie, and I just like she's she does she's really good at like her like having like really sad eyes, you know. Yeah. Like yeah, she definitely true. like she's definitely got like a sad like eyes and she's got like that kind of where like I think she can I don't know I think she could pull off the alcoholic <laughs> a little bit better I don't know I don't That's know just I my feel opinion. like Kirsten Dunst did a pretty good job with the you know like kind of sad eye looking I mean she kind of looked a little haggard I don't know if that's kind of how they like made her look yeah or whatever but well, yeah I mean you're you're thinking she's kind of like she, you know, she's like the uh, a cook uh, yeah, running it in, and they're in their thirties. Yeah. They're practically dead by net by then, right? <laughs> they're fucking corpses in nineteen twenty five. Yeah, the fact that their his parent their parents were still alive, I was surprised. I was like, holy shit! When they said they took over the ranch from their parents, I assumed dead. <laughs> yeah, like Listen. yeah, di Dada died of you know, yeah, the you know common cold or something. Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. Something and he was twenty. Three <laughs> snake bite, yeah, <laughs> snake bite. You just straight up died. Uh, yeah, dad died during pregnancy, and he, uh, <laughs> you're like, wait, how did that happen? He just he got bit by a snake, and then yeah, in the delivering the room. day of pregnancy. Exactly, he got, by, he got bit by a snake with a cold in the uh, in the in the delivery room. Yeah, uh, it's a wild thing. Wild thing. Water yeah, wild, uh, last piece of trivia. The film's title, a briefly shown towards the end, uh, is taken from the Bible's book of Psalms, chapter 22, verse 20. Save my soul from the sword and my darling from the power of the dog. Uh, in the original Hebrew, my darling indicated my only, as in solid, solitary and cherished. Uh, the dogs are in the tormentors of David, uh, King David. Centuries later, authors of the gospel noted that it's described circumstances similar to the crucifixion crucifixion of jesus suggesting prophecy uh thus the title is a subtle spoiler as to the final outcome of the film as well as the character's motivations uh they go on to say the psalm of the cross is written as jesus pleaded god uh while he was dying on the cross and begins with a much more well-known verse my god my god why house why hast thou forsaken me uh, and if you didn't think you were going to hear any scripture on this podcast today's the day 
if we haven't yeah. read any before. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited. I know it was riveting. No, and I think like when you see that at the end, like you're like, ah, here's where the here's <laughs> I kept reading the titch, like the titular line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I kept like reading in um, uh, reviews of this movie about people like it's called Power of the Dog, and there's not one dog in here. And I was like, no, no, no. There's like a dog. There's a dog a couple times. Yeah, there's like a, the the cattle dog. You see him yeah, a couple the one, times. Yeah, the one dog is freaking going up to Cody or Peter Gordon, Cody yeah. Smith McPhee's character. Yeah, he goes up to him. You see the, the him at the end with the dog, and I was like, "There's definitely a dog." So obviously, yeah. you weren't paying attention. Uh, but obviously, the power of the dog had nothing to do uh, with the actual dog because if the actual dog was 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 orchestrating the whole thing, that would be pretty interesting. Uh, oh, fuck, but a different right. movie, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Pet Cemetery. Um, uh, break. No, I, I see. Break. I, okay, so for uh, on Google, does it say anything about Paul Dano being in this movie? Or was he like supposed to be in this movie? Wait, what? And, like on Google, it has for like if you look where it's like cast and you slide over, it's like you see Elizabeth Moss, but then you also see fucking Paul Dano and it says George Burberry. So I wonder if Paul Dano was maybe cast as well from from uh, the oh, role. yeah. George what? Oh, maybe he was oh, oh, maybe he was considered. Maybe yeah. they list considered people. So maybe he yeah. was considered for uh, Jesse Plemons, which I don't think Paul Dano for Paul Dano to me is always like how, how he was in like, there will be blood. Like I just look at him as like a 18, 17 year old kid. I mean, he's 37, <laughs> but I, yeah. I, so I guess he could have played Jesse Plemons, but I don't know if it would feel the same. Uh, not too sure. No, he he wasn't playing Jesse Plemons. He was going to be George Burbank. Sorry, yeah. Well, Jesse Plemons was the oh yeah guy yeah, who yeah, played yeah, yeah. actress yes. who played yeah. George. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's time for Tyler's uh, stink stink hedger, the stink man hedger. Uh, what the fuck moment? Uh, I think uh, the what the fuck moment is. There's a, there, I think the main what the fuck moment is at the end, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. But the the slight what the fuck moment. And there isn't many moments where you're just like, wow, holy fuck. I can't believe that happened because it is like, it's a, a slow burn. It's like, it's like almost just like a day in the life of some ranchers who, you know, uh, make fun of the, 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 uh, a feminine ones, you know, or whatever. But, um, you know, the, the interesting, uh, or the, my, what the fuck moment is kind of like when, uh, Peter finds, uh, what the heck is his name? Henry Buckhorn? <laughs> Keep Henry saying Buckhorn. Buckhorn. It's not Buckhorn. Uh, well, I, I just had his name. God damn it. Uh, Bronco Henry. Bronco Henry, yeah. He finds his stash of male pornography, and you're like, oh. And he, and then you see uh, Benedict Cumberbatch rubbing his uh, handkerchief all over his uh, body and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I didn't understand a lot of that Like time where, like, uh, Phil... Phil, like the groundhog fell, uh, running out in the woods, like rubbing uh, handkerchiefs or mud all over his fucking neck. I was like, what is going on out here? Like he's like in his own fucking world, like doing things like it, it like there is this kind of like, I guess, like in, I don't know, like insane person type of like vibe trying to go with Phil. Like they're trying to make him this kind of creepy person who's kind of out there but i don't find him to be that at all you know like he has these like creepy moments and there is where a time where he's just like sitting there like rubbing you know himself with mud and you're like what the fuck is going on or even just rubbing himself uh with a handkerchief that you're like what what like what is happening here you know like is he we're, we're just constantly in this movie trying to think of like like what what could be what is this movie go right like and i like I said this to you before. I was like, I'd, I'm not really sure how to take this movie because all the things seem to be laid out in front of us. And, you know, they're giving us information as they go. But at no point do you go like, do, do they talk about, hey, Bronco Henry was probably a homosexual. Uh, and, and even like they bring up the uh, the fact that Phil would be like, oh, yeah, we used to. What, what Like, what does he say? Something about like how Bronco Henry would 
keep him warm by holding his body close to his. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and, and I feel like, yeah, like what's his name? Uh, Pete, like he like puts it out there. Like, what do you mean? Like you guys were just like, it's like, were you guys naked? And like, it seemed like he was like, like, I don't know what you're talking about. No, we weren't naked. Like that's the way, like the vibe that Phil is kind of giving off. Right. As opposed to like, wouldn't you know, like, wouldn't you know? Cause he's obviously he makes fun of, you know, uh, Pete in the beginning for like the flowers and they, what, what did he call him? He like, you know, basically whatever, like a little, you know, fairy or whatever, like, you know, that whole scene where he first meets Pete and, and is, he's like, wait, being a waiter for his mom. And he's like, Oh, this is how you hold the napkin. He's like, Oh, it's for, it's for drips. And he's just yeah. kind of like shitting. He's like shitting on the kid. And you're like, what the fuck? What did this kid do? Like he made these nice paper flowers. I thought they were cute. I, I, you know, I think that's just, I, I, I think they're just kind of showing the, you know, obviously being gay back then was, I'm sure, not accepted. Obviously, it wasn't even accepted up into the fucking, you know, uh, barely in the 90s. It was barely accepted. You know, television just, you know, shows just started. Show, oh, this person's gay. Oh, my God, there's a gay person, <laughs> you know. So, uh, you know, obviously, you know, being manly back then was, you know. You know, it was what people did, and especially living in rural Montana, if anybody had the slight, you know, the slightest, you know, effemininess, you know, was probably made fun of. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I, I just didn't find him to be, uh, I guess, that feminine in a sense, because like, like, it just seemed like a boy because he was a kid, you know, I mean, he, yeah, I think his he was mother, in college, like, right? He lives, yeah, something like that. I know at one point where like he goes to a school or something and he comes home. That's when he like starts to uh be around George and and uh Fillmore. Fillmore. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, so but he you know, he's a boy, like he's he's helping out his mother, he's being yeah. a waiter in a sense of like what he thought. Like, yeah, he's making these like uh cutesy little paper things, but like and maybe we're just used to that. Nick, like, yeah, like it's okay. Like anybody can do whatever the fuck they want to do. Yeah. But like, it still just didn't seem like, like he was just like, like he wasn't like prancing around there. And like, you know, like if they were like, Oh yeah, sing for them. And he was over there like singing fucking show tunes uh, <laughs> and not to, and not to, and not to make it like, you know, so cliche, but you know what I'm saying? Like it just didn't like, it didn't warrant him to like for, Phil to be such a dick to him, you know, quite yet. Like it just didn't, you know, and they do, he does kind of warm up to him later and he does kind of, yeah, but what, what you know, cha- take him under you his know, wing. and the thing is though, what changed though? Like, why was this, this thought of like, you know, oh, or, you know, now I like him. Now I'm, now I'm, you know, because he spied, remember he like spied on him sitting in the water rubbing the mud all over him. Yeah. And he catches him kind of doing that and he's like, you know, turns around and, you know, knows it's him. And he's like, Oh, what the fuck? Da, 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 and screaming at him and this and that. And then all of a sudden, like the next scene, like he's like, Oh, Hey, let's go out. Let's, you know, I'm going to teach you how to rope and ride, you know, I'm gonna teach you, you know, how to, you know, be a man or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I, what changed in that theory? You know what I mean? Of being like this, a feminine boy, man, you know, but, you know, maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe he just saw a lot in himself. You know what I mean? I don't know. Well, exactly. And that's the way I, I kind of saw it uh, is that. And also he was tormenting Rose. Like he didn't like the fact that like he oh, saw yeah. that he thought Rose was just basically a gold digger and was after uh, him for his money, which, you know, obviously Phil didn't approve of that. And so he was trying to scare her off. And I think her, him taking, uh, Pete under her his wing was a way to like one he saw him he saw, obviously they connected the fact that they were both homosexuals right like I think that was a thing that he saw in him and obviously that was why he made fun of him because it was like a more of a homophobic reaction that it was like oh hey like I I, I see that in you like let's be buddies right you know uh, I didn't think that what's his name seemed like very like I don't know uh What's his name? Peter didn't seem like gay. No, but like, like he, he seemed he, like an oddball. He seemed like, you know, no, but like I think he, he was, was a homosexual. I, th- I think was. there was probably 
some things about it. Like even like when the girl comes in and like, yeah, he's mutilating a fucking rabbit, but like he had no interest. And obviously this girl was being flirtatious, you know, she's like, I brought this thing. And he's like, yeah, get out of here. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Well, you know, maybe he, you know, you know, didn't want the carrot. Well, no, he wanted the carrot. He just (laughs) didn't want the girl. Okay. Um, he shoved the carrot up his butt, maybe. I don't know. But no, like, and I, and I think, like, let, even if you take that out of it, but also, like, I think he took him under his wing to kind of get at Rose, right? Like, it was like, it was like, yeah, come here, bud. I know you're not going to like this. I know she's not going to like it. She's not going to like the fact that I'm, like, this kind of... And I don't even understand, like, there's, like, this, like, torment he's, like, putting Rose through about the song, which is, like, a, a completely different element of this whole movie uh, where you're like, okay, uh... This movie seems to be like a normal. Here's like a Western, but we're we're like looking at it. We're we're looking at different elements as a normal Western of like, you know, bad guys and Indians or or people looking for, or, or what you're like normally used to Westerns like you know uh, Texas Rangers or whatever looking for bounty on some, you know, guy who's tormenting towns or killing people or whatever, right? Like bank robbers, whatever, like all that kind of stuff. We're taking it. We're looking at it a different kind of uh piece of being a rancher or being uh in in these like i guess like what do you call it i don't know (laughs) western towns i don't know yeah uh being a cowboy right like uh so i think that that's that's like it's an interesting thing that uh we're we're looking at that right like any and as far as like the music aspect of it like where he comes in and like one like we see him playing the banjo at the beginning so we're like, okay, he plays the banjo. And then this dueling banjo thing when Rose can't play the song. It's interesting. Like, and he keeps like singing and humming the tune the whole time. Like he keeps like, you know, whistling it or whatever, like yeah. constantly like we're haunting her with it. And it's like, that's, that's it. <laughs> like that's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like you do think something's going to come to pass in the sense of, a you know that's the whole like even the when they explain the movie it's like oh until uh you know i think it comes to pass you think it's going to be something so crazy and so violent and something so you know what i mean like either rose is going to explode or you know uh fucking um what i can't think of his name george not george pete no Benedict Cumberbatch is Phil. Phil. You think Phil, Phil, <laughs> uh, you think Phil, you know, was going to, you know, maybe go out and kill, you know, Peter or, you know, Phil's going to kill Rose or Rose is going to kill, you know, you do think something of that nature, like, Hey, stay away from my fucking son, this and that, you know? And I don't know, like, you know, I don't know. Like even that whole piano fucking part, like fucking like really like is cringeworthy in that sense of like, you know, like, I don't know. She makes it like so like, oh, I can't play. I can't. I can't do it. I can't. I can't. And, it's well, like- and, and that's and that's why I kind of found her acting. Uh, Kirsten Dunst acting in this movie quite awful. Like I just felt yeah. like she was overdramatic, even like when she like runs out there. And she's like, oh, my God. And she runs out to the natives and she's like, oh, just take the hides. Just yeah. take them. Oh, they're my husband's. Take them. And like he gets all upset about it. And you're like, where is this movie going? Is yeah. it like this is based off of a book? So I'm like, okay. Was the book any good? <laughs> because it seemed like a lot of people wanted to make this into movie. And I didn't understand like ha- like the 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 level of tormenting. Like this didn't seem outrageous to me, you know? And like it just seemed to like that obviously like Phil had a distaste for her. Um and at no point did like George be like, yo dude, buckle up, man. Like this, she's with me. She's my fucking woman. Shut the fuck up. Like it, it just felt like he, like George was kind of oblivious to shit. And like, he, you know, here's Phil just kind of tormenting her with just the song. Like there's nothing else he's doing. He's not really doing weird shit. Like he, he taught her son how to fucking rope and ride, you know, yeah, rope and as ride, say, baby. as they say in the biz. And, 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 you know, and like, it's, it's funny in a way, like, you know, you know how a book kind of explains kind of like a little bit more, it goes more into detail. And I I feel like maybe that, that would help you out in this movie because it is kind of like where, like, 
I don't know. Like the torrent, you're like, you're right. You're like the torment doesn't like, does it go crazy? It's not like she's, he's like leaving like, uh, you know, cobras in her, you know, yeah, <laughs> cobras exactly. in her dresser or something. Cobras. And like, Oh, how did that fucking get there? It's, That's not even native to Montana. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, uh, I know this movie was shot in New Zealand, but I don't even think that they have cobras. No, exactly. Like, you know, but like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, there isn't this i don't know like in a way you're like there's no confrontation like the brother's not going after the other brother and say hey you know like dude like she's with me she's you know you gotta get used to her you know something you know whatever like well even when he like kind of throws that fit and he's not going to come out to like this governor's thing like what george comes up to him he's like hey uh the governor might not mind and i don't mind but the governor's wife you know she might mind if you fucking stink up a little bit you know and i just think that's like interesting that he comes out he's like oh is this what you wanted to see he's like he's like i didn't come out because he didn't wash up and you're like okay bro you've obviously got some issues you need to get it straight here because we're all having a good time uh yeah it didn't seem like they even cared like i i feel like he he was like so angry like all the fucking time it was like i don't know like even like you know like that mood of like he just was like you know like and be left alone go like in your room go fucking somewhere you could build a cabin yeah you're like what is your what is your like mindset like right because obviously he's like this guy like Obviously, the only, the only thing I can think is like raised by this fucking Bronco uh, Henry. Henry guy, like not raised by him, but like grew up with him. Obviously, he worked the ranch where th- their parents owned. So obviously, he worked this ranch, looked at looked up to this guy. The guy was probably like a rough and tough cowboy kind of guy, you know, uh, and happened to be a homosexual. Obviously, his first homosexual experience um, learned a lot from him. And I don't know if he just like got into it, like he went to Yale, did all the things. It was just like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, I don't want to be some hoity-toity fucking person. I want to be a rancher. I want to be this nitty-gritty rancher. But like, we don't see that, you know? We just assume he's kind of a dick and that he's got a thing against Rose. And he's using her son uh, as a way to get at her. And even like when he makes fun of her at first, like Rose is in their kitchen, like just sobbing her eyes out. And you're like, woman, what, what happened? No, the guy it was a make dick. It, it, Come it out and be make, like, yo, fuck you. Like yeah. throw a water on him or something. You know, I don't know. Like she's yeah. like collecting the roses, but like at the same time, like you can't say something to him. Like yeah, at like, least, at least something passive aggressive or something that makes you, she just in there like sobbing. And even, and she's even, like, even the fucking remember the fucking where he's yelling at the piano fucking the piano guy like the guy like they're like singing songs in the restaurant oh yeah 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 and then it's like what what why are you yelling at these people cuz they're they're playing piano i didn't understand that either there was a that fucking like player it came out of piano what that seemed like it came out of nowhere yeah like you're like, like what happened where what, like what's going on one minute he's like yeah we're going to wait for my brother before we do anything and then all of a sudden he was like uh okay now i don't give a fuck about you and then yeah. he's angry and he's like just you know you you being I a wish dick. I, yeah i wish the 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 relationship t- with the two brothers seemed like maybe okay in the beginning because the whole fucking time you're like what's going on with their relationship like it seems very strange yeah i mean he's a dick like he i mean the first thing he does is like hey fatso and he, you know he's just like, like you know like harassing his brother while he's trying to get a, his nice soak on yeah it's kind of fucked up my man's trying to soak yeah listen i mean you know whatever i i didn't think that was i think that was you know done in a playful way but like the brother and like the brother doesn't say anything the brother's just like eh, you know whatever I mean, he is kind of a dick the whole time like he's nothing but a dick to his brother but like not in any like not the worst way possible like right like Especially probably for that time, that era, you're probably got a pretty thick skin, anyways. Yeah. So, like, your brother being a kind of dick, you're like, whatever, you know? No, I let it roll if you're bad. No, I agree with that. But, like, at the same time, I just, like, you know, and like men are, like, yeah, a little bit more, like, whatever, you know, like, with that sort of thing. But, like, at the same time, I just feel like, I don't know, like, I feel like there, there, there should have shown a better relationship in the beginning. And then maybe you kind of go, oh, okay, now it's deteriorating. Now it's like falling apart. Like, uh, 
Yeah, Phil's character, like obviously he wanted to. I don't know. It just seemed he like wanted just him and him and his brother, him and George, running the ranch and st- at the ranch. He didn't want any change. But why? Why was he so like, you know? I think he also wanted. Yeah, I think he also wanted George to be rough and tough cowboy like like he was, you know, because I think he kind of was like, listen, like, (laughs) well, like, I think he kind of was like, hey, like, why the fuck are you, you know, trying to pretend to be this snooty person when you didn't even graduate high college? You know, like, you're kind of dumb. Like, why are you not just getting over here and getting your hands dirty with me? Like, it seemed like he resented everything that his parents were everything that like his his brother was pretending to be or was right like i mean the guy you know obviously they had connections i mean they have a car that which is probably very expensive for like the 1920s like, oh I mean, yeah that they're living in this giant mansion there's giant ranch i mean yeah and even they're like not, they're, even like um what the hell was i gonna say now oh never mind keep going <laughs> no i'm saying i'm just saying like they're not they're not poor people uh yeah and that huge means. house so or whatever yeah yeah so obviously and he's like he's got the governor he's inviting the governor over like that's 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 uh, you know prestige and wealth uh you know he wants to be you know like phil's over there like hey like i've just castrated 1500 cattle like come out no me, bro. gloves on <laughs> yeah no gloves just get them balls right out he's like i can oh. do it <laughs> i was like 1500 oh, sounds like a lot that sounds like a lot of balls that you're cutting off. So power of the dog is the name of this film. Could we possibly rename this film uh, to be any better, any worse? Um, I mean, it's definitely going to be worse because power of the dog's pretty good. Um, pretty good. But pretty my, good. mine are pretty bad. So I'll just, I'll just start with that. Um, baths are for babies. Baths are for babies. Uh, hide your shame. Uh, real manly shit. Real manly shit. Hide your shame. Baths are for babies. Yep. What do you got uh, right. for rename the movie for Power of the Hog? I mean, dog. <laughs> Power of the Hog. Uh, so I got Brother Fatso. Okay. Uh, Dueling Pianjo. Okay. And Hide Nor Hair. Those are my three. Okay. That's my reference to the uh, cow hides and the dead rabbits. <laughs> All right. I like. Um, so, I, I mean, uh, I, you know, I would do. Uh, what was it? What was your first one? Brother Fatso. Yeah, I like that one. Brother Fatso. You like Brother that, Fatso. Right. Yep. <coughs> Brother Fatso it is. Like I said, I like I like I felt that was like a playful thing. I didn't, you know, but like I said, like I, I really wish they did like kind of like because you think no, like, but he call, owned, he called on that off often though. But like, you own the ranch together. Wouldn't there be some sort of like, oh, we're actually, you know, like we're boys, actually tight. We ride or we're die, motherfucker. Yeah, we're ride or die. You were we were supposed to stay single and get raped by buckhorn. <laughs> Buckhorn. I'll never yeah. remember his name. You don't remember Broncos, Han- Henry's rough hands. Yeah. Caressing. Rubbing you Johnson. <laughs> Just rubbing it. Like, like he was trying to start a fire on your dick. Do you remember that? But only- Do you remember we used to sneak out into the woods, find his jerk-off magazines? Yeah. And, we're and like jerk there. off to the world's fucking swellest man yeah what, wouldn't that look what it looked like it was like it was like it was like old-timey like jacked dudes with their dicks out or whatever yeah no no they didn't have early their play out. play girls yeah they didn't have their dicks out though they were covered by leaps were they i thought there yeah. was a dick there wasn't no, a dick there was so much no, dick in this were... movie that i just was like seeing dicks everywhere yeah you put you you inserted dick in your mind <laughs> I just like when he pulls the rabbit out, it's just a big swinging dick. Yeah. You know, uh, uh-huh. Rose, she's taking a swig off the whiskey bottle. <laughs> Looks like a dick. Yeah. Uh, Completely agree. <laughs> I love, I love the fact that like, I was just thinking, I was like, George is like, I don't know. It just seemed like he grabbed up like a bunch of his friends. and was like, move this piano. <laughs> it's like, I just was like, Oh, look at this. He's like, oh, I got some pizza and some Bud Lights in the fridge. Guys move my, would you guys want to, what are you guys doing Saturday? That's what he definitely did. He was like, definitely <laughs> grabbed the ranch hands and were like, hey, you know, 
It was obviously yeah. a successful ranch. I mean, they had like fucking 12 employees or whatever, you know, back in the yeah, day. They had I mean. a shit ton of people. I mean, the place was huge. And also you had money to buy a, a piano like, and a car and a car. So we've definitely established that they've, they've got some money. Um, but you know, to, to get to the, to, to the end of this movie, which the whole time kind of thinking like, where is this movie going? Right. I'm thinking these two guys here, Phil and Pete double P going to be dudes going to be bros riding out into the fucking the wolf head out into the fucking to the mountain, you know, riding rope, roping and riding, yeah. doing all the things. And Phil, dead. You fucking anthrax Phil. poisoning. Hmm. Okay. Anthrax. Is there a better ending to this movie? Is there something you wanted to see more? Is there something that like you could, uh, you know, I don't know. Could you make this a better movie by a better ending? Uh, I don't know. Talk, talk us through it. I, I, I do think, I, you know, I don't know if a better ending, uh, you know, or whatever, you know, it just depends on who you ask or whatever. But I, you know, I do, I, I was expecting something a little more violent. I really did the way it was, it, the way it was being, um, hyped up. Cause you knew something was going to happen. You knew there was going to be a turning point. You knew that there was going to be, you know, somebody dead you know the thing is is you know like back then you know homosexuality wasn't accepted so you knew like either he was gonna kill fucking peter or you know like i said or like um rose was gonna kill uh fucking phil or phil was gonna kill george and george was gonna kill phil. you know what i mean like something the the way the way uh you know george went about his uh slow progress of like you know so i think that would have maybe just have been a better ending of going like hey he you know he got found out or th- this you know sort of thing and maybe like fucking i don't know you know and then like some happens a violent death i don't know but <laughs> I feel like I feel like I thought that was where it was going to go. I didn't think it was going to be this mindfully crafted, you know, like, uh, you know, is he a sociopath or was he just protecting his mother? You know? Uh, yes. Peter. Yes. That, that is my question. I think too, like that I was thinking. So like, I think again, watching this movie, you're like, where, where is this movie going? And then getting to the end, because it's literally the last 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. You kind of really see all the the kind of shit that happens, right? Like, because you're kind of like, oh, I mean, obviously there's some like little things here and there, like, you know, but just, just the sequence of events, just like finding the dead cow and like cutting off, cutting off the thing. There's only like one mention before about the anthrax, which kind of really like, where he's like, oh yeah, watch out for the, the dead cow. I didn't know that that, I mean, I know it's like a natural occurring thing. But I didn't think it was like something that was found. I don't know. It was found on dead animals or dead cows or whatever. And, you know, so you're just like, well, okay, this guy's, you know, this kid obviously likes to dissect things, right? A little serial killer ish, right? Like as we, if we know serial killers, right? Like I'm sure at some point they all dissected or or killed or, or, or maimed uh, small animals. And so here, he is but you're just like maybe he's curious you know maybe he's just curious well, he was about going to his school to he wanted to go to school to be a doctor so so there you go and he said he says something of that nature he goes well if i'm, I'm gonna be a good doctor i have to you know yeah absolutely and, th- and that's the way i saw it i saw it as a, he's like this guy who is yeah he, he's just he's interesting interested right and he, yeah he's a little quirky he's a little weird you know, but, and he, and he is kind of like, you get when he pushes that, um, uh, housemate or whatever she was out of the room when he kills the rabbit, but also like, you know, he, he scoops up that one rabbit with the, the broken leg and he's like caressing it. So you're like, okay, that was okay. It didn't seem like he like snapped the neck and fucking was being, you know, like ready to rip it apart or whatever. Like, I mean, so you're did, like kind they of, they did kill it and eat it, but yeah, no, I understand that they did. But like, at the same time, it wasn't like he was like, Oh yeah, fuck this rabbit and like, you know, pulled it out and tormented it. Like he was holding it and caressing it, which was very interesting. Yeah. So I was like, okay, maybe this guy's kid's not a serial killer. 
you know, but, but also at the same time, like, do you remember like in the beginning when he's like, Hey mom, look at this. Like, this is, this is, this is going to be you. This is going to be our mansion. This is going to be, you're going to have, you're going to have uh, people to do all the work. The clean. She's like, Oh, it's too big to clean. He's like, you're going to have all the people. So this guy, this Phil, as they call him in this movie, um, not sure what that means might be, you know, little subtext there but no uh he you know he, he saw him g- getting in the way of that right like of that life they figure you know you figure hey eliminate phil george has got he's he's a sucker he's easy he's our like she's already won him over you know he doesn't take much he would take her uh drunk or not you know he yeah. was taking her. but you know and also the but the thing is is i do feel like in a way I mean, he would, she would have gotten the mansion anyway. So I, you know, like what if, you know, both of them die, you know, maybe, or see something of that nature, you know, maybe, you know, like, you know, I want to, you know, my mom to be happy. And obviously George was not the one that was <laughs> to worry about. He's, he was a fucking simpleton who fucking demanded piano from a person who barely could pay, play piano. Yeah. You know, how dare you not play piano? But but I think as far as like a, a better ending, I think this is a great ending. I love the fact, but it's subtle. It's very subtle and it's a very slow burn. And I think there was tons of stuff I would have seen, love to see more as far as like interactions with Phil and, and, and Rose and like maybe actually see more of the tormenting. Maybe you see some kind of almost violent stuff. Maybe you see some, some things where he's like gets really pissed off and he's ready to do something to her and George steps in like to see the animosity, the, and and really kind of drive the wedge between the two and even between him and Pete, like maybe they don't hit it off right away. And Pete decides he's going to fucking weasel his way in and, and get, and become more because it's very subtle, right? Like you think at the end, like you're like, Oh my God, these two are going to like bond and they're going to like, he's going to take them under his wing and he's going to be some great rancher. And that would be an interesting story, but no, things kind of take a turn and he, and he ends up poisoning him with anthrax which is insane because he still keeps the rope, which you're like, okay, maybe this kid is a serial killer. Yeah. But the thing is too, is like, I don't know. It's also like, how did he know that, that, that animal got, you know, was killed by anthrax. Well, I don't know if he was killed by anthrax, but I think maybe like anthrax, I'm not sure how anthrax, I'm not familiar at all with how anthrax works, but I do remember they were talking about anthrax in the beginning at some point yeah, with the I dead did. cows. He said, watch out for, he's like, oh, there's some whatever. Don't even remember the exact uh, quote, but I remember him t- saying something about dead cows and anthrax. And then there was that cow up in the hill. And maybe that's how the cow died was from anthrax poison. I'm not really sure. Uh, but obviously there was anthrax on the the hide. And then when he's, he's, he's doing all the things he, you know, the guy, uh, Phil had a cut on his hand and he poisoned him and killed him clever very clever you know um yeah but fuck with not fuck with i mean i don't think there's anything you know again i always have to whenever I say like because i think the movie is very well done like it's shot very well acted very well i mean besides maybe i don't know maybe not even i would say acted very well i mean kirsten dunce and fucking uh the the couple there uh george you know uh, um you know, I don't know. I just didn't feel like their acting was great. But I mean, Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch uh, is great. Fucking, uh, what the hell's his name? Uh, Cody Smith uh, McPhee. He, like, I thought he was pretty fucking great in this movie. So I, I feel like, and, and the story does kind of like more surround those two than it does Kristen Dunst and, uh, and Jesse Plemons and stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah. I do think it's, it is a pretty like well shot movie, but I will not fuck with the movie just because I don't see myself going back to this movie and going like, Oh, I'd love to watch this again. You know? So I, I will say not fuck with the movie. Cause I don't think the story's like amazing. And I feel like they leave out a lot of like, you know, the more of the interesting things or more of the things that you can go, Oh, you know, I can hang my hat on that. You know? No, I, I I totally agree. Like I I totally will not fuck with this movie. And 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 again, to to reiterate what you said, yes, there's you know it's an interesting story. Uh, I I think there's some tightening 
some things that I would like to see more, some some kind of like bigger events, like right again, slow burn depends on how you are. But I, I thought there was times it was just kind of comical, you know, especially like the dueling pa- piano banjo thing happening. And just kind of like the randomness of like him calling him fatso. And you're like, is that in jest? Is that him being like a dick? It did, I don't know. It just, it didn't seem like it fully committed to one thing. Like even like, it was just like three separate actors, like acting and not even together, you know, like, yeah. like it just was like Benedict Cumberbatch's character, Phil, he's doing his thing. He's rubbing the mud. Uh, <laughs> Rose over there getting drunk, George buying pianos and schmoozing with the, the, the governor. and and you know, Pete doing his own thing, you know, chopping up, you know, chopping up rabbits and, and poisoning fucking Phil. So it's like, and then you're like, I guess we're in the movie together. I thought I couldn't remember if this was the same movie or if I was watching a series of, uh, of four different stories. So no, you're, you're um, absolutely, you're absolutely right about that. And that's, that's, a, that's a good point too, is like to think, you know, you're right. Cause it's like the, uh, Jesse Plemons and Kirsten Dunst's character, are barely in very, very few scenes together. Oh yeah. You know? I think they're, they're barely in any like scenes at all. Like it almost seems That's like what right? I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. It's like very, like very few. They don't act in the same, like almost even in the same realm. Like they're like just passing in the night, you know? Yeah, exactly. But, uh, I think that's our uh, episode uh, for this week. I'm going to do a better job on that. <laughs> that's our show. Thanks for hanging out with us. Another episode of booze reviews. Uh, if you would like, you can uh, subscribe to whatever podcast uh, situation you're listening to us on. Uh, until next time, and always remember, you don't have to drink beer, but you can rub it all over your body. Yeah.